Hey everyone, this is Andy and Shafali. Welcome to the As We Like It book review podcast. We're going to be talking about our favorite romance books and your future favorite romance books. And we're also going to dive into our favorite tropes, favorite authors, favorite anythings, unfavorite anythings. I realized we didn't say this last week. <laughs> we didn't. Oh my God. Well, well, we had good reason to be distracted. We did like. have good reason. Yeah. But welcome back to our regularly scheduled programming list. Lovelies. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's naming everyone who listens to the podcast now. I have had a thought, and I've shared it with Shafali earlier in the week. (laughs) A singular thought. (laughs) Just the one. (laughs) I can even tell you we were standing in that weird little, like, landing in between the road, (laughs) trying to cross the street. (laughs) We were. And you were like, you know what? (laughs) I have a marketing idea. Yeah. (laughs) Listeners, I hereby dub the lovelies. (laughs) If you're listening to us, you're all lovelies. I love you. <laughs> For this entire season so far, you've called them listeners I know. or readers. Well, this is just going to give them something to hold on to for the next time we record because... We have sad news. We do have sad news. This is... This is our last episode for a while, you guys. How long, Shafali? Like a month and a God. half, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> We're taking this very seriously. <laughs> I can't tell if it sounds like we're laughing or crying. <laughs> both. <laughs> a little bit of both. It's, a, it's a mixture of emotions, everyone. I'm just going to stop this for now. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to play that so you can see our true emotions. We're sad. If you didn't understand any of that, yeah. this is the last episode of, I guess, season one. I know. <laughs> because... Unfortunately, <laughs> next week we're going to have finals, so... And it just didn't sound like a good time to record and read, and, you know, we are stellar students. I know. We're very studious. As academic weapons. <laughs> <laughs> um, we must study. <laughs> I know. So, this is going to be our last episode for the year. We're going to miss you, lovelies, <laughs> very much. Yeah, should we get into the episode? Oh, no, we should get into our current reads. We should get into our current reads. Would you like to go first? I only have one. I did, in fact, read many books this week, but only one of them counts. Why are you laughing? I haven't I haven't said any. Like, I... <laughs> Sorry. Someone take this away from me. I'm giving you too much power. You can play any song you want now. <laughs> I'm going to take my phone out. No, wait. I'm going to turn the ox off now. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, Shafali. Interrupt away. What was, your current, what was to your current reads? Okay, so every every book that I've read this week is going to be mentioned in this episode. Mm-hmm. Other than I did start a book last night after I finished one of the books for this week's episode. It is called Consider Me by Becca Mack. It is a hockey romance. You're still laughing about the joke. I just, you know, it wasn't that funny. I'm sorry. This is so disrespectful. You're fine. Go on. I can't look at you right now. It's called Consider Me by Becca Mack, and it's an NHL hockey romance book. You're breathing into the mic so loudly. I can't. I'm sorry. Sorry to Becca Mack. I'm sure the book is great. Shabali was telling me how much she loved it. So far, it's phenomenal. I'm over 50% through it. And What's it about? It's about Carter Beckett, who's like the captain of the Vancouver Vipers, and Olivia Parker, who is 
a high school gym teacher and they know each other through mutual friends and he's like this crazy player and mm. she's like not is he like kind of like dean from the kind of series? Okay. yeah but but she's not like Allie. she's not really like Allie, but he is a lot like dean i will say if you've read the off-campus series the two things that i really enjoy about this book one is it's set in canada i really like that oh Okay. Because <laughs> I don't read a lot of books that are set in Canada. Yeah. And two, I like that she also played hockey. Oh, she does. Okay. Or she doesn't now, but she did. And she, like, coaches her niece's team. So oh, it's usually cute. just, like, the guy who's, like, the sports guy and the girl who, like, knows nothing. Yeah. And, like, learning on a whim. But she, like, played hockey for 15 years. And I was like, I played hockey, too. So Very like, Shafali core. Canada it, and it resonates allegedly Canada. Oh, my God. <laughs> it um, resonates with me. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> That was it. That's all I've done. So How are you enjoying it so far? You like it? Uh, five stars so far. Wow. Okay. It's very good. It's on my TBR, so I might have to move it up. Yeah, it's so good. But I hear the second one is better, but I don't know how it could be better. Because you know this what that one, means. You've got to stop reading things out of order, Andy. It stresses <laughs> me out. <laughs> I'm going to read the second one first. No, but I keep hearing reviews but like honest, that. I don't know 100%, <clears throat> because honestly, I don't think it can get better than the first one. It's so good so okay. far. I've, I've heard really good things, so... I'm excited to read it yeah. at some point in the future. Yeah. Anyways, your current reads, if you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That was so unprofessional. It was, I would, it's fine. I would like to make an apology to Chappelle. <laughs> I expect an apology notes app with tears. <laughs> I will. And a and hoodie. Notes. Yeah. Like, white wall behind me. Please. <laughs> Breaking my silence. Yeah, please. <laughs> sorry, Chappelle. <laughs> okay, so on to my current reads. For this episode, Shafali and I, we had to read new books that we hadn't before, like either of us. So a lot of my current reads are the books that we're going to talk about in the episode, like Shafali. But I did manage to squeeze in two more books. They're all by the same author, Jennifer Hartman. I've mentioned her in a few episodes mm-hmm. before. Lotus um, still beating. Lotus still beating. Shivali has read Lotus. I hadn't. Oh, I forgot that Lotus is the one you read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't read Lotus until last week. Not my fave. I gotta be honest. I understand. She definitely has better books, and I'll talk about the next one. Still Beating is definitely still at the top for me, but yeah. the next one that I'm going to talk about is probably a second mm. so far out of all of her books. Should I explain Lotus? Because I don't know if we've met... We have. We've explained Lotus. If you are an avid listener, yeah. you would know, but if not, go back. Yeah. Find it. <laughs> Lotus, it's basically about a guy that was kidnapped He for like 20 years, and yeah, and he he's comes, out now. Yeah, he's out. He escapes. He finds love. Yeah. There's a more, probably a better, better description. Explanation. Yeah. In a past episode, you should definitely listen to every single episode and go find it. I know. So my next book is also by Jennifer Hartman. It's called June 1st. When I tell you, I started this book at 11 o'clock at night last night. Mm-hmm. I read until 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I was like... Did you finish it? Not at 3 o'clock in the morning. I was like 80% into it, but then mm-hmm. my eyes were like getting like yeah, no. dry. I don't you know. You need to shut them. I needed to shut them. <laughs> so I put it down and then I didn't have class today. So I. You didn't? I mean, I did, but it was in the afternoon. Oh. 
So all morning I was just finishing it. Must be nice. So it was a good book. It's about this guy. His name is Brandt. It's a weird name. Interesting. And he has a traumatic childhood. Because why wouldn't he? Because he's a Jennifer Hartman story. So exactly. He must. No, Jennifer Hartman. She. I think she's like the queen of angst. So his dad like killed his mom and then killed himself. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. This is all in the beginning, so it's not a spoiler. So he has to go move in with his best friend's family. Yeah. And it when kind he's of, younger? How yeah, when he's he? like six. Oh, yeah. Okay. So his best friend, who's also like six or seven at the time, has a baby sister. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah. And basically, it's kind of like a taboo story because they're raised as siblings, but they're not related. Oh. Yeah. So it's it's a good book. It has a lot of angst. Interesting. Exactly. And Jennifer Hartman is known to break my heart multiple times so if you're looking for something to break your heart i would suggest is it happy ending though it is happy ending yeah. thank god so june 1st by jennifer hartman was the second book i read in addition to the books that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. but yeah that's wow. me <laughs> that is shall we get into the other books yeah <laughs> <laughs> the point of this episode if you will yeah. Do you want to talk about Let it? Let me preface real quick. Yeah. Happy December. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> we it is at the moment December 5th, but when we post this episode, it will be December 11th. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll be meaty into December. We'll be like almost halfway into December. Yeah. But you know what that means? Christmas. <laughs> it's just around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> the holiday season comes holiday Christmas books. Yeah. Which, obviously, we had to talk about. Mm. I would like to say, uh, Shafali, <laughs> I think it was like a month and a half ago where you brought this idea oh, yeah. to me. <laughs> this, is, this episode is all Shafali's doing. This has been a while in the making. Yeah, she would send me <laughs> books through Instagram, DM, through TikTok, oh, yeah. saying, like, we need to, like, consider this in our, yeah. <laughs> in our list. And we eventually narrowed it down to four books for you lovelies. And then we switched <laughs> two of them. We did. <laughs> what was the ones that we switched? Our honorable mentions that we switched out that are also Christmas books, but we're not going to be going in depth about, are A Merry, A Merry Little Meet Cute. Yeah, by Sierra Simone. And someone else. Oh, it's yeah. It's, two, it's two authors. I don't know who the, the other one is, though. I want to say her name is Jennifer, but I so could be wrong. Julie Murphy. Julie. I was close. I yeah. said Jennifer. Yeah. And then the other one was 12 Swipes of Christmas. I don't know who that's by, but the only reason we didn't read it is because I couldn't find it to read. <laughs> couldn't find it to read where, Shafali? I... <laughs> <laughs> Legally on the internet. <laughs> 12 Swipes of Christmas is by Elizabeth Meitzler. There we sure, go. Sure, yeah. yeah. So those are honorable mentions that didn't make it into this episode, but are, in fact, Christmas books. Yeah, so That go you ahead. should give a read. Yeah. We're just not going in-depth about them. But we will be going in-depth about is these four. I'm excited. I gotta say... There is a lot of similarities that I noticed between the books oh, that yeah. we read. And yeah. I don't know if they were planned, but they ended the up happening. The thing is, is as an avid watcher of Hallmark movies, <laughs> not just me, but my entire family, it's yeah. like our brand is watching Hallmark movies, is it follows all the uh, basic like, Christmas tropes. Yeah. Like big time, intense CEO, lawyer, businessman who wears a suit to work, and yep. small town, like, girl, right? like yeehaw kind of girl, <laughs> like just yeehaw. doing her best to get by. So it definitely, it fed into some tropes. It definitely did. But I love it. 
that's like Christmas to me. <laughs> yeah, honestly, as someone who likes darkness, this was a bit of a turn for me because all of these holiday romances... They were very happy. They are very happy. So if you are someone who likes happiness... Please, Christmas continue. books are your, are, <laughs> are your way to go. Okay, so I guess I'll start off. Please. Okay, so I'm going to start off kind of like what I did in the billionaire episode with starting off with my least favorite mm-hmm. so I can hook you guys till the <laughs> end um, so you can hear our favorites yeah but the first one is single and ready to jingle by piper rain wow you said it right this time i did for anyone who doesn't know i've been referring to this book as single as a prinkle (laughs) yeah (laughs) every single time (laughs) (laughs) and you haven't corrected me so i'm guessing you like it i know what you're talking about yeah that's all i need (laughs) right so this book basically follows this girl who is very much a sunshine in the story this book plays heavily into the trope of grumpy sunshine Mm -hmm. and and her name is Kenzie, and she's a party planner. And she goes on this date with a guy. I don't know how they met. They don't. I don't know. If they on really, a dating app. Okay, they met on a dating. It's like app. a blind date dating app. Yeah. So you like don't see pictures and stuff. And the, so since she has this party planning business, she kind of has to do all the work herself at the beginning because she's basically running a startup by herself. And she shows up to the date in a full elf costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as the grump in this situation, the guy in the story, you Andrew. should call him a Grinch. Oh, a Grinch. <laughs> I love that. Okay, I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so the Grinch in the story, Andrew, he goes to the date and he's like, oh, fuck. Like, this girl. She's wearing an elf costume. It's not for me. With bells. I know. That jingle every time she walks. Exactly. He doesn't really like Christmas. He's very much a Grinch. And you find out Hmm. towards, I guess, the end why. Like, yeah, middle end. Yeah. So he is a lawyer. And he has the task of being a part of the party planning committee. I don't know why. Uh, If he's a lawyer. It's like one of the partners is, like, fiancés or something. Yeah, yeah. And he... The other one canceled because the fiance's wife or future future wife mm-hmm. is crazy. And yeah. he's like, oh, I know a party planner. Yeah, yeah. So he, they both leave the date. They're not Did very Did you happy. mention that he's also her brother's best friend? No, I didn't. Okay. But I was getting there. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. Um, so they kind of leave the date and they realize that the brother's best friend is um, like a mutual person that they know obviously because he's her brother he's your brother (laughs) (laughs) so they leave the date they're like okay we're not gonna continue this Mm -hmm. under the guise that her brother is his best friend but they really don't like each other but then he has to plan a party for his firm his lawyer firm i don't know the holiday party yeah he has to plan the holiday party and he made a promise to his partner's fiance or potential partner's fiance that he loves christmas and that he knows someone who will take care of the party no problem even though it's in a couple weeks which isn't a lot of time to plan the party Mm -hmm. so he calls her up she was like i don't know what's in this for me but you know i'll do it anyways and that means that they spend a lot of time together planning this party yeah they eventually start feeling attraction towards each other also when she agrees to play in the party in such a short amount of time he has to agree to go on three christmas outings with her oh yeah yeah i forgot about that part yeah and basically that's the general gist of the story she has to help him plan this holiday party yeah and there's also the element of the brother's best friend trope Mm -hmm. so what did you think shafali it's it's definitely not my favorite on the list yeah but i i liked it like I would be like, yeah, to read it. The one thing I will say that I did have a problem with is they got along mm. when they got along, but when they didn't, 
they never really didn't get along. That's the only thing is he was just kind of mean to her in the beginning because of her elf costume. <laughs> and then when he's nicer, he's nicer. I, I'm explaining this so wrong, mm. but there was no like spark between them. I feel like kind of, but yeah. also he just kind of started liking her. Like there, mm-hmm. there, there was no moment where yeah. you could pinpoint like, or or event or something that happened that like slowly you're like okay i can see it it was just all of a sudden he didn't like her and then the next minute he did Mm. and kind of the same with her but also it could be like they were talking on the app before so like they had something there yeah obviously but i don't know i did like it though i it very much was christmasy because i think i do have some notes of other ones i didn't feel like the christmas vibes as much yeah but this one i very much did because all they did was do, like, the holiday party. He dressed up as Santa for her. Yeah. That was one of my favorite moments of the And, like, they, they went to the tree lighting. And also, it took place in New York, much like every other Christmas, I feel yeah. like, book that we read. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I explained that very well. No, I get what you mean because I I pulled up my Goodreads review. <laughs> I had very strong feelings because I wrote five paragraphs. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me count. One, two, three, four. No, four. Um, still. Here's the thing. I had a problem with this book because they they make it a point that the best friend brother trope is going to be a, like a like a part of the story, right? Yeah. But obviously with this trope, the brother always finds out. So I don't think I'm spoiling anything when the yeah. brother finds out. When he found out, he didn't care. He didn't care. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? But also, she kind of makes it a point to say, like, her family doesn't really care about her I that know. much. Like, her parents didn't even wish her happy birthday. I know. So, I don't think, I think in the context of their lives, it made sense that he didn't care as much. But at the same time, if you're going to do a best friend's brother trope, everyone's waiting for that moment. That's what I wrote in my review, like exactly that. I was like, if you're going to do the best friend brother trope, do it right. Like your brother's g- best friend. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, I feel like we're both saying it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but the, I feel like the lovelies <laughs> understand what I'm saying. Yeah. We're um, passionate. Yeah. So I wrote that. It was just the brother was, like, really tame and just didn't care. And also, I just feel like they didn't have chemistry as a couple. I didn't like her. And I think that was the problem is there was nothing, like, outstanding about her. Mm. But also, I feel like Andrew didn't have much of a personality. I understand. Like, I feel like she had more of a personality, but I didn't like it as opposed to him who had none. Yeah. But I, also, I didn't mind this book. Like, I feel like we're we're tearing it apart right now. But it's, like, overall, but, as a Christmas book, it's okay. Yeah, I just think it was, for me, this book is subpar. Yeah, it's like, not fantastic, it's, yeah. but I read it. Mm-hmm. Like, I got, I didn't DNF, like, I got through it. Yeah, for sure. I just think that since we read such, like, a lot of Christmas books in such a short amount of time. Yeah. This one kind of, like, very went, similar. Like, yeah, it kind of came and went for me yeah i liked that he helped her get more confident like in a sense like i did like that he was like you need to stand up for yourself because they made it very apparent in the story like the author did she didn't bring back her food she didn't correct like when her coffee was wrong yeah she let her neighbor walk all over her yeah and i like that he was like you gotta stop doing that and helped her like build the confidence to do it yeah so i guess that was nice but also like again nothing groundbreaking i think just in comparison to every other book we read but still a good holiday read yeah 
I think if you have the time, why not read it? One, exactly. of, one of my other favorite moments was when he, when she was like short of Santa. Oh, that birth. one was really like, literally, cute. That I was the really... only moment I remember being like, oh, that was cute. That was very cute. Yeah. I really liked that one. I mean, there was nothing, you know, groundbreaking about this book. But if yeah. you just want like a regular read. Oh, wait, no, I remember the other thing. Sorry, it's going to be really quick. No, no, you're good. So he hates Christmas, right? We called him a Grinch because of a tragic thing in his past, which I think would be kind of a spoiler if I said it. Yeah. But she loves Christmas because she also has a tragic past. So Mm. I kind of liked the way that the author explored how different characters can both have a tragic past. But Mm -hmm. they can find, like, for example, like, he found Christmas horrible because of what happened to him. But she was like, no, like, because of Christmas, it actually saved me from yeah. like what i was going through yeah. so i liked i kind of like that duality I, but uh, yeah that was the other thing yeah. sorry to cut you off no i i don't even know what i was saying <laughs> but yeah that's single and ready to jingle by piper rain lovely <laughs> up next we have willa nash who it's actually a pen name. Her actual name is Debony Perry, but this book is written by Will and Ash. You always find fun facts about our authors. Like, how did you know? I didn't even know that. Did you read the acknowledgments again? No, I just know this. Like, this is oh, just really? like a well-known fact. Because anytime okay. I read a book by Will and Ash or Debony Perry, I've read a few. I just know that it's the same person. Mm. I don't know. I feel like it's just like a well-known fact. I didn't know that. Same with Christina and Lauren being two different people. <laughs> don't bring that up. <laughs> I can't believe that happened. <laughs> they tricked me. It's still happening. <laughs> they tricked me. <laughs> They're still two different people. So this book is called The Naughty, The Nice, and The Nanny by Will and Ash. Mm. So it is about Natalie, who works at this nannying agency. I don't really know how those work, but she's like... An on-call nanny, I there, guess. There, there's like agencies. Yeah, yeah no, they're real. I've, I've had a nannies from agencies or like websites and stuff. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. So last minute, she gets a call from her boss and asks if she's able to babysit for a little girl for the week of Christmas. So she goes to the house of this family and she finds Maddox Holiday standing at the door. Now Maddox Holiday happens to be the guy that she had a crush on all throughout high school. She was three years younger than him, but she was in the same grade as his two twin younger brothers. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. And also Maddox is like this billionaire who owns, I guess the equivalent of Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. I thought that was a cool detail. Yeah, I like that. But anyway, so Maddox is back in Montana with his daughter, and he's trying to, like, balance work in life because he's a single dad. So Natalie comes to be Violet, which is his daughter's name, to be Violet's nanny. And Violet has this reputation of being very difficult. She's my favorite character. (laughs) She's amazing, and I love her, and I understand her because I think a lot of her terror comes from the fact that her mom is kind of awful yeah she's very absent she ignores her comes and goes isn't the best mom maddox does have like sole custody of his daughter and their plan is to move to montana right Mm. now it's kind of just for the holidays but overall their plan is to move from la to montana but i digress obviously natalie is violet's nanny Mm. yeah but she's a terror. She's gone through, I believe the book said 32 nannies. 32, yeah. Yeah. And even, like, her uncles, I loved whenever hit Maddox's brothers were like, she's a terror. Like, can't be around her. Like, she's awful. But she's the best. I think she's so cute and so funny. But, so, Natalie comes in, babysits, nannies, whatever. And she also has the 
privilege of being invited to the Holiday Family, because her last name is Holiday, the Holiday Family <laughs> Annual Christmas Party, which is, like, something that she's always dreamed of attending. Yeah. So she has to go and, like, nanny during that. And obviously, it's a love story. So, yeah. like, things happen between her and Maddox. And it's super short. It's a novella. It's one of three novellas. It's the first one. It's The Naughty, The Nice, and The Nanny, Something, Something, and A Brother's Best Friend. I don't it's, remember it. It's, um, and then A Partridge and, and a, a Pregnancy. pregnancy. But I don't remember the the second one. It's like three bells and something, something two best some, friends, three something and a brother's best yeah. friend, three something, yeah. two something and a brother's best friend. I don't know. Look it up if you want to. <laughs> I'll probably end up reading the other two at some point just because they're so short. Yeah, I think if you have two hours. No, literally, it <laughs> just took me like an hour and a half to read this book. It's very short. It's a novella. Mm-hmm. About the Holiday Brothers. I don't remember their names. I think it's Maddox Heath. And I want to say Tobias, but I, that could have just I been that could have been the dad's name. Don't remember. I don't, or Keith. I don't know. No, it's not Heath and Keith. Oh, wait, it could be. <laughs> they Keith. are. They are identical no, it twins. Is Keith. They're identical twins. Oh, I never noticed. <laughs> That's Keith awful Keith? to do that to your twins. But it could not be Keith. Be, it might have one of them. I think it might be one Keith. of them is the dad's name. I just don't remember which. I don't remember. But it, the book was so short that like you don't no, really yeah. get attached to them. But also, I thoroughly enjoyed this book. That was my biggest criticism of the book, just because mm-hmm. I read it in two hours. Like, that's yeah. not enough time to for me to, like, be, like... Really be attached. Yeah, or even, like, root for the... Things had to move quickly. Yeah, they definitely did. I thought the pacing in the first half was really good because you get to know where she works and you get to see her, like, oh, sh- shit, like, how am I going to deal with this guy that I had a crush on during high school. So I like the first half, but then the second half, stuff gets crazy. And also, another question that I had about this book is, are they having a lot of galas in Montana? (laughs) I think it's just just this Christmas party with this specific family is like a big deal in the town, which I guess like makes sense. Mm. If it's a small town and they were described as like the holiday family was the royalty of this town. Yeah. That it makes sense. And I also think it's funny that she was hired to go to this party to watch Violet. And that she does Violet. not watch Violet. Violet loses her. Yeah. Or she loses Violet. She loses Violet. And then she's basically just serenaded. But- not serenaded, but not seduced what is the word i'm looking for i don't know let's use serenade even though it's not it's he was not the right word. it's not the right word but she by was, maddox yeah by maddox he was just trying to be like oh i'm flirty with you and yeah i will say their relationship moves very very quickly it does. but they kind of preface it the one thing i will say also to like kind of explain better the point that i was trying to make before mm-hmm is I really like the relationship that Natalie and Violet have. Yeah. Because Violet's mom, obviously, not the best. She's kind of MIA. And so was Natalie's mom growing up. Yeah. So Natalie, I want to say her stepmom's name is Judy. It is, yeah. So she was like, everybody needs a Judy to come in. And, like, her and her dad fell in love. She met Judy. And, like, two days later or something, they were engaged. She was like, when you know, you know. Everyone need, everyone has a mom, but not everyone gets a Judy or something like that. And so Violet was like, I, I want you to be my Judy or something yeah. like that. Like, it was so sweet. I also like the progression of first Violet hated. Um, oh, yeah. Hated Natalie. Hated Natalie. And then 
she starts asking for Natalie. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, like, is she coming today? Yeah, like, there are some books where the kid is so unnecessary and it's just there as, like, a prop yeah. for the story. But I will say in this one, I really like that Violet had, like, a whole personality and story. She was literally on. my favorite character. She was the best. Because I could not tell you anything about Natalie, like, character-wise, other than the fact that she's a nanny and that she didn't want to be a nanny for the rest of her yeah, life. Yeah, she wanted to be a therapist. Yeah. A physical therapist. And then Maddox... I don't know what's going he on. He was with him. a billionaire. He was a billionaire. He was working his Netflix, working on movie. It wasn't Mantana. called Netflix, but I don't know what it was called. It was something with a T. I feel like it was an M. I think. <laughs> well, I don't know, but <laughs> Read point the book is, and find out. point is, Violet was the best character in that. She was. She was wreaking havoc everywhere, throwing pies around. I loved her. She was so cute. She threw a va- vase. Vase. Va- I, don't I don't know. Whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you guys want. Whatever you lovelies. When it comes. <laughs> She was threw it at Natalie, put it over her head, and then Natalie like got her sweatshirt off and wrung it out, wrung the water onto Violet. That was really funny. Another thing about this book is the villain of the story is kind of like the mom. Yeah, I did feel like since it was so short, we didn't get to see a three-dimensional character. It was very much like her only personality trait was being a bad mom. So yeah, there are some things I feel like things like that. Like you kind of have to. It's like you have to suspend disbelief. Yeah, yeah. There's but, only like two hundred pages. I know. <laughs> and then also, at the end when they like, you know, it's a romance book. They're gonna end up together. Yeah, <laughs> I believe. When they get married and have babies, I was like, whoa! You guys have known each other for five days. After the two hundred pages, I was like, all right. So y'all are, y'all are getting married and having babies after a year. Yeah. There's nothing wrong there. <laughs> There's not. I know many people who have done that and realized I can never. But I digress. That's just me. We should move on. All right. Moving swiftly along. <laughs> My next book is Window Shopping by Tessa Bailey. If love you, Tessa Bailey. We do love a good Tessa Bailey book. If you listen to our five-star read episode, you know that she's also written one of my five-star reads. It happened one summer. Yeah. When Shafali brought this episode idea up to me, I was very excited because I knew that Tessa Bailey had a Christmas novella. Mm -hmm. So, and I hadn't read it before. So I was very excited to jump right in. Mm -hmm. So the book kind of follows this girl named Stella. And she, is it a spoiler if I say her past? No. Okay. She just got out of prison, (laughs) to put it lightly. And she's probably only 25 years old, 24, 25. Yeah. And she's already served about four years in prison. Yes. And I was very shocked to read that because I didn't know that Tessa Bailey could write a character with a dark past. She usually just writes like very like happy, like Not go all lucky. Of them. I mean, so far from what I've written, like there's Not grumpy. Like she's written grumpy, but I don't know if she's really gotten into like criminal status. I don't. I don't know. Something she doesn't give me criminal vibes though. Yeah. So I was. I was very shocked. I was also, like, oh, okay. I thought you were saying I didn't know Tessa Bailey went to jail. No. No. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, Tessa Bailey. I'm sorry to inform you, but you did go to jail. <laughs> so Stella has a criminal past, and she's not. She's very ashamed of it. I feel like she has a lot mm-hmm. of insecurity because of it. Yeah. Even though she went to college, she didn't finish her degree, but she was almost done with it before. Yeah. Um, get, getting sent to prison. And what she studied was fashion, merchandising, and marketing. Mm-hmm. So she has, I guess, experience or knowledge of how to dress a window in a store. So the book kind of starts off when she's standing outside this window of the store named Vivant, which mm-hmm. I guess is kind of like a Macy's. Yeah. Right? From what I gather. Yeah. 
So she's standing outside this window, and it's an awful window display. Apparently, it's about like penguins explosion. I think that's how they yeah. describe it, or something. And when she's standing outside, a guy walks up to her, and he's like, "Oh, so like, what do you think of the window?" And she's like, she gives her full opinion, and she's like, "This is awful. <laughs> I don't know who okayed this, but yeah. it's not gonna want to pull your customers in because it's going against the brand." And she goes on this rant about how she hates this window, mm-hmm. and this guy, he, I don't know why he takes her word for it, but he's just like, you know what? You're right. Come and apply at my store and redress this window. And she's like, "What the heck? Why is this guy?" Um, why is he talking to me first of all why is he why does he want my opinion why is he so pushy on the fact that he wants me to dress this store we come to know as the reader that the guy was actually the manager of the store the owner his name is aiden and he is literally one of my favorite heroes (laughs) that i've ever read about really yeah because i never see reverse grumpy sunshine and this is definitely what it is like this man he wears Bow like ties. bow ties and he's that's says, the key to andy's heart a good bow tie i know and the bow ties have like christmas themes like it's so cute and this man like he's the type to be like oh shucks you know like he's <laughs> <laughs> he's so sweet and i've never seen like i've never seen such positive masculinity um mm. written in a character but i digress so he kind of is attracted to her on the spot Mm -hmm. and that's why he asks he's so pushy for the fact Mm -hmm. of her wanting to apply to the store so what he does is that he's like listen the application's open just apply and we'll see what happens so she does apply and she puts down the fact that she has a criminal history and he when he gets her application he kind of thinks to himself he's like okay normally we wouldn't interview someone with a criminal history yeah so i have to interview everyone else that is a bad application just so I can see this girl and like no even know her name or yeah. something like that. And yeah, so she eventually ends up getting the job. I don't know if there is a bit of nep- nepotism isn't the right word, but favoritism. Favoritism, there we go. I don't know if there was favoritism involved. You can probably argue that there was since he yeah. is halfway in love with her. And yeah. It's definitely a workplace romance because he's the he's owner the of the manager. store. She's the worker, an employee. Mm-hmm. And that kind of like hinders their relationship a bit because since he's such an upstanding guy, he doesn't want to feel like she's forced to be in a relationship yeah. with him. And he wants to go through HR and she he wants to make it official, basically. Yeah. And she does not because she's very cagey at the moment, doesn't want to be tied down because she just got out of prison. Mm-hmm. So that's basically the gist of the story, I feel like. I really liked this book. It was a great, refreshing read. What did you think? I liked it. I will say, in all honesty, of all of the books that I read, I read this one the fastest. Therefore, I remember the least Okay. of, like, specifics about yeah. it. But I do remember thinking that it, everything happened very quickly. Yeah. But also, it. I don't know if you'd consider it a novella. I've seen people call it a novella. I've seen people call it a full-length book. So it's kind of like half and half. Yeah. Because it's a little bit longer than... It's longer than... The, the Naughty, the Nice, and the Nanny. Yeah, The Naughty, the Nice, and the Nanny. It's definitely... I would say like double the length. I would but say it's, it's a full-length book, but like a short full-length book. Yeah. So I guess you could argue that it's a novella. But like things progressed as quickly as it they would have if it was a novella. I f- but overall, I did enjoy mm. this book. 
I did too, too. I, I don't know. I really liked, again, his, like, the fact that you see a man with positive masculinity. He wasn't mm-hmm. afraid to show his emotions. Mm-hmm. He laid his cards out on the table. <laughs> I remember being in his head, and he's like, I'm looking for a ring right now. And it's, like, mm-hmm. the first date that they've been on yeah. or something like that. And I was like, okay, this would never happen in real life, but it's so endearing. Yeah. Um, the villains in the story are kind of his family. Who don't like that she has a criminal history. Yeah. Because technically it's his family store, even though he's running it. No, but he has the majority share because he bought out some of, like, yeah, his yeah, family Yeah, yeah, but members. technically they still, like, they're yeah, still like, yeah they're still on the board. This isn't the best for the company. Like, you're ruining it, whatever. The only thing I found weird about his character was when he was such a nice guy, like, out in the open and, like, outside of the bedroom. But, like, once you get to the spicy scenes, oh, he yeah. turns into a completely different person. Yeah. And that threw me for a loop. I was like, okay. I feel like I'm reading an entirely different character, and that makes me a little uncomfy. But I guess arguably people are like that in real life i guess another big thing about i really don't remember much i'm not everything i that i remember is a spoiler that's the problem i really like the way that the author explored her relationship with her past so oh yeah yeah, yeah. so even though stella did commit a crime she owned up to it like from the second that you found out but mm-hmm. what you don't know is that there was also someone else involved in the crime mm-hmm and the way that the author explores that relationship, I thought it was... It also was, the relationship with her parents. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I want to talk first about, like, her partner in crime because mm-hmm. her partner in crime is very much, a, like, a, like, someone who used her, I feel like, and took yeah. advantage of her. Yeah, because totally. Because her parents weren't really around when she was younger, so yeah. she felt like she had to act out. And that ended up leading her into some trouble. And I feel like the person that she did the crime with took advantage of that i think her name is nicole yeah nicole so at the end of the book i feel that stella really stood up for herself and Mm -hmm. was like i'm not gonna let you take advantage of me like this anymore and also the fact that she kind of stood up to aiden because aiden is very much the type to always try to save her i guess which i also another thing that i didn't like about him was the fact that he felt like he had to be like her knight in shining armor mm-hmm. but then stella at one point was like no i have to do this for myself and i have yeah. to like overcome these challenges like a by girl myself. boss exactly like a girl boss so you know you get a little lesson out of the book yeah don't rely on men exactly become your own girl boss <laughs> exactly. and she did and she did and i was so happy and it for worked her out. yeah that's my thoughts on window shopping yeah, I my thoughts are kind of the same, to be honest. Mm. I really liked it. Most things I remember are spoilers, and I don't want to spoil it because it is really good. It is one of the top books on our list, but not the top book for me. <laughs> Do you want to talk about <laughs> your top book? <laughs> the top book of not just this episode, but possibly the holiday season <laughs> is Tis the Season for Revenge by Morgan Elizabeth. I loved this book so much. Like, I know. I, I don't know why, but everything about it I thoroughly enjoyed. Okay, let me tell you what it's about first. Yeah. So it is about Abby Keller, and, well, it's about Abby Keller. She is, in the beginning of the book, dating Richard Bartholomew Benson. His name is Dick Bart Benson. <laughs> <laughs> That's his nickname, Dick. Yeah. Um They've been dating for four years, and Abby literally changes her entire self for him. She dyes her hair a different color. She wears more conservative, like, muted colored clothes. She changes all the things 
like personality wise about herself like who she likes what she likes what she does which side note how do you get to that place like how do you she really i kind of well i digress i will i'll we'll talk about that in a minute because i do have thoughts about that so on the night of richard's company halloween party richard is a lawyer another lawyer yeah he again it follows the the christmas tropes so on the night of the company halloween party he decides to break up with abby in his car and says that she isn't serious enough for him and that she was just like a fun time which is awful so she does as one does when they get into a breakup is she gets really drunk with her friends and they come up with a plan for revenge as tis the season for revenge and should i play taylor swift (laughs) <laughs> I'm giving you too much power with this Oxford. <laughs> so they, her and her friends make her a dating profile, Abby a dating profile, and she just so happens to match with Damian Martinez, who is Richard's boss and one of the founding members of the law firm. Mm. My quick side note is that Richard's grandfather and Damian are the two founding members of this law firm making Damien Richards boss. Yeah. So when Abby matches them, she decides to use this as her perfect opportunity to get to Richards' company's Christmas party as, like, her ultimate act of revenge. Since this is, like, the coveted Christmas party of the year, it takes place on top of Rockefeller Center. So she thinks, if I can make it to this Christmas party, like, I'm this is my revenge for him. Yeah. So she dates his boss. Um, Ultimate girl boss move. Yeah. And genuinely, I loved it so much. Really? I don't even know how to explain, like, my love for this book. I just loved everything about it. I don't know if I have the same feelings. It was a good book. I'm not going to lie. Like, I loved the first couple of chapters just because... I liked Abby. She was really funny. Yeah. Um, and she was unapologetically girly, and she didn't care. I think that. the the in even in the dedication, it's like based off of Elle Woods. Yeah. It, Abby's character and her and how Warner, I believe his name was, is was like, I can't be with you. Like, look at you mm. too much. Yeah, yeah. But no, I remember the dedication. It was like for all the girls who have been told he you're too much let him go find less yeah, let or him something go find less I, I was like period <laughs> yeah but my biggest thing was i couldn't believe not that i want to shame abby because like i understand how men have power in this situation but yeah it got to the point where she changed her entire personality for this man that treated her like shit but i think it's because it took place over the course of four years like when you're 24 to 28 years old and you're doing it so slowly over the course of four years that i don't think she fully registered until it was over how much she really changed for him and you get to see it when she's with Damien and he does nice stuff for her. Or and she's like, like, what the heck? She's like, oh, you're opening the door for me? Like, yeah. Like, you, you're you going to let me wear the color pink? Yeah. <laughs> like, just he's like, what like do you that? mean let you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and honestly, I think I have more of a problem with Abby's friends in this book. Because how are that you going to let... That friend piss me off. How but you, I do love her. No, just like her friends that claim to hate him the entire time. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, if my friend was in a shitty relationship, I would tell her to get out of it. They but w- didn't they? I mean, they it's made... It's kind of implied at the beginning they made that they... S- they made subtle hints that they didn't like him. Mm-hmm. But... 
but I think they need to be more implicit in again their- the only thing is I feel like after four years like there's only implicit. so much you can do I don't know I just feel like I completely understand and I agree yeah. wholeheartedly, but after a certain point, you're just like, yeah, I, I guess can't you break have, them up. Yeah. You kind of just have to deal with it because they they never said they liked him. They spent that whole thing, the whole beginning. No, there him. was this one friend who didn't like conflict, so she never really said anything. And then there was another friend that was who, more explicit who about hated it. men. Yeah, yeah. I think I have problem with them and being like why didn't you get her out earlier this wasn't a healthy relationship yeah um, i understand but that, i think but that's also, just me as a they person they can't really do that yeah i don't know um, i feel like because abby was so deep into it like in her mind abby from the beginning of the book to abby at the end of the book was two completely different people yeah her head was so far into this relationship she changed her entire self for it mm-hmm. and like her self-worth went down so much because she yeah I honestly felt bad for her, to be honest. I'm like, I did, too. I, at the beginning of the book, I didn't really like her. It's like, how could you ever be or put yourself in that situation? Mm-hmm. And I fully agreed with you. But once she got out of it and became who she really is, yeah. I really liked her. In this book, I wish she had more breathing room to figure out who she was by herself. I also do agree with because that. Because it was she literally straight into, it. straight into it. Richard broke up with her the night. Yeah. And then the same night, she matched with Damien. And yeah. then... She kind of found, like, her self-worth in Damien, which I wish that wouldn't have happened. I I agree with that to a point, but I also feel like he did give her room to be herself. Yeah. Because she was. She dyed her hair back the color she wanted to. She wore what she wanted. Mm. He embraced everything about her, like, unapologetically. And I thought that was so nice. Basically, I just loved Damien, and that's why I love this book. And I liked Abby once she really figured out who she was she was very unapologetically herself again yeah and i thought it was so sweet jamie and i have mixed feelings on just because yes he did treat her right but also richard was the bar like that abby had faced yeah so he would do things like compliment her or he would like the bar was very low or like he, he like when he took her to the one direction i must i in my head it was one direction in concert. my head it was one direction as well um so when <laughs> we're just gonna say the one direction concert yeah. when he when he took her to the one direction concert, even though they're never gonna have a reunion tour. i know Psh, whatever that's a whole other rant we're not gonna get into that right yeah now. <laughs> <laughs> so when he did like things like that i'm like that's great but that's also the bar is so low i know so i was like okay yeah abby girl i just don't want you to feel like this is the end all be all even though it was like but he is he was i feel like the bar was low but i think if there was a bar he kind of exceeded it a little bit he got her box seats to the one direction concert he like did all this stuff for her that I feel like a normal guy probably wouldn't have done. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he did go a bit above and beyond. I just feel like the author was like, I need a foil for Richard. And Richard is the most awful person. So I just need to create a character that is so perfect. But Damien didn't really have like flaws. Like that's the thing I was looking for. Like he didn't really have anything that was like, Mm -hmm. that made you hesitate or be like, oh yeah, like this is a person that I can see myself relating to. He was just the perfect boyfriend. Like that's what he was there for. Mm -hmm. Which isn't a bad thing, but also like, again, this is a holiday romance. This is a holiday rom-com. He's supposed to be the end all be all. I know. So that was like my biggest thing with it. I was fine with it. Yeah, (laughs) Shivali, please enjoy a wait. Yeah, (laughs) I was fine with it. I loved him. I thought he was great. I I could never, because I do have problems with this book. I do, obviously, I have problems with every book, even if I love it. Yeah. 
but genuinely. And the one thing I will say that I also loved is that it wasn't just a Christmas book. It started at Halloween, and it, mm. you saw them at Thanksgiving. You saw all the you seasons. You saw all the way through. Not all the seasons. All through, way, like, the holiday season, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. All the way through Christmas, at the, the Christmas party, and all the stuff. And I just really enjoyed that. Yeah. I don't know. It was like a holiday book as much as it was mm. a, a What were the book. books? I think you said at the beginning that there were books that you said that didn't feel, like, Christmassy. What were the books? I can't even think of what it's called. Single and Ready Jingle felt very Christmassy. Mm-hmm. This one felt very Christmassy. I really, the only one I meant was the Naughty, the Nice, and the Nanny. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel as Christmassy to me because the only aspect of Christmas was that party. Yeah. If you took out that party, obviously the plot wouldn't make sense. But, like, <laughs> if you made it, like, a summer bash, it wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah, I understand. Like, if you change the concept of the Christmas party to the halloween party or the fourth of july party it wouldn't have really affected the plot at yeah. all but if you took out christmas for some of these other ones yeah, or like the holiday the season. season it would make much less sense because the point was she needed to get to that christmas party or they were doing the window shopping window dressing for christmas they were you know planning the christmas party it was it was it revolved around Christmas. That one, while it did have a Christmas party, it didn't revolve around the Christmas aspect of the yeah. party. I also think that in Tis the Season for Revenge, Abby's also a party planner. No, um, she's a makeup artist. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, I know. I'm thinking of in Single and Ready to Jingle, that's the one where she, like... She's a pl- party planner. When she lap dance. Lap dances? Gives him a lap dance. Yeah, at okay. the Christmas party. Okay, I was thinking it was Tis the Season for Revenge. No, I'm no, wrong. that's in Single There's and just Ready. so many parties... There's so many Christmas parties, so little time. I know. I was literally reading all of these books, and it was like my mind. Christmas was like party Christmas. after party after party after party. It yeah. basically it was tis the season and single party jingle, both lawyers, both Christmas party. Should we do a Venn diagram? All Billy, like all this. really rich. I think every single one of them was like crazy rich. Okay, so I don't know about Aiden though. But I know the Aiden other- was super rich. He okay, owned all of them were crazy rich, while the girl was not. Yeah, <laughs> basically, this could be the billionaire Christmas. <laughs> we're doing a continuation yeah. of the billionaire Christmas edition. Yeah, exactly. Should we write that in the description? <laughs> yeah, billionaire romance Christmas, Christmas edition. edition. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more people will donate to us because we're so obsessed with becoming billionaires. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my Andy's next step. <laughs> Podcast season one, billionaires. Oh my god, <laughs> billionaires by the end. Uh, it's just a season for revenge. It was a, it was a really good. Book. I really liked it. If you had to come out of anything of this podcast, it's that I really enjoyed <laughs> this season for revenge. I highly recommend it to every single person that I know. Yeah, except and- for my people I don't want to read the really smutty parts. Yeah, because it was it was really smutty, and also when they were you know horizontal dancing. <laughs> You always laugh when I say it. <laughs> he was really she. One thing I hated about Richard is that he made her feel insecure about her body. Oh, yeah. If there's one thing that will tell you what how p- much of a piece of shit a guy is, is when he comments on his girlfriend's body. Yeah. So when they were doing the horizontal tussle, <laughs> tussle. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he was just like, "Yeah, don't hide yourself from me. Like it's fine." Yeah. And you can tell like she was been Pavlov to like. She really the entire book was Damien just being like like untraining her. You, yeah. I'm gonna help. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, basically untraining her from the hurt that was caused. Yeah. But yeah, just a season for revenge. I gave Phenomenal. it like a three point five to four. What? Yeah. That's it? Listen, 
I need darkness in my life, in my romance books, which is probably why I read all of Jennifer Hartman's books. Yeah, you were like, I need something to balance out all this happy. So things are getting a little too happy right now. I need I need depression. I need I need someone to be kidnapped. (laughs) Isn't that what we were talking about last week with I don't know what to call it, Diana Arley. We were she was like, now every romance book is like kidnapping and knives and like that's your MO. That is really my niche right there. Yeah. Um but, but you know yeah. what? Everyone has their thing. Yeah. I love that. This was very much a happy recommendation episode. Yeah. So if you haven't really liked our other ones where it's darkness, this yeah, episode's please, for these you. Are, these are good. Yeah. All right. Should we do expected reads? Please. All right. Take it away. I don't even know. Hold on. Oh, I, I have one. <clears throat> one, a book that I've been meaning to read. It's on my TBR. It's been there for months. Mm-hmm. It's probably like the one that you mentioned at the beginning is Consider Me. Consider Me. And then I have another one that's called Juniper Hill. And That's on my TBR. I was going to read it after I read Consider Me. Really? No, that's the second one, though. The first one's Indigo Ridge. I want to read Juniper Hill first. No, okay. <laughs> so actually, there's a prequel that's a christmas book oh oh my god you know what we forgot to do shout out to amanda bentley oh yeah the holiday hookup yeah we said we'd shout it out next episode and it is next episode i know so that the was holiday a quick hookup little by amanda bentley Everyone yeah read it. amanda bentley if you're listening you can thank diana for giving us or arlie whatever you call her amanda bentley you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you yeah <laughs> the holiday hookup is that the name yes the holiday cool. hookup so Juniper Hill, that's the one I want to read next. It's kind of about this girl who I don't really know her a lot. I she moves, she wants to move to or it's like single she, mom. Mm-hmm. I don't think she falls in love with her neighbor. Yeah, the basics. Yeah. yeah, and then another one that I wanted to read. Indigo Ridge is first though, so if you want to read it, Indigo <sighs> Ridge is know. first. I want to read the best. But one there's first. a prequel that's a Christmas book. You so, know that Juniper Hill is by Devony Perry. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know. So she wrote under... She has two different names? I explained this already. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Hold on. Let me make sure so I'm not just making things up. Yeah, it's by Debbie Perry. Her pen name is Will and Ash. So, like... I'm always she, curious about, like, why the separation? I think it was she... I feel like I would do that, too. Really? Like, if I ever wrote a book, I wouldn't do it under my own name. But she did do it under her own name, I think, but she also has a pen name. I think name. she started with the pen name. I, I'm totally making this story oh, up. Yeah. She started with a pen name, <laughs> and then when she was like, oh, I'm a romance writer now, she transitioned to yeah. Will and Ash. I mean, to Devony Perry. That's her real name. Yeah, now yeah. she. I don't know. I made that story up. It could not be true. <laughs> I don't know her personally. You know what? <laughs> Shafali's 100% right, and she takes full responsibility <laughs> if Will anyone believes her. Don't come after me, <laughs> but I know that's the true story. Yeah. Okay, so the second book that I'm thinking of reading is Perfect on Paper by Sophie Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. I saw this TikTok where it's uh, someone was like, someone needs to write a book. You know how in like high school tropes, it's always the nerdy I know girl. exactly what TikTok you're talking about yeah. because I feel like I sent it to you. <laughs> Did I not? I don't know. You could have. Or I just liked it. I think I just saw it on my For You page, to yeah. be honest. I know exactly what TikTok but is it was about, the TikTok. It's about the girl who, like, the guy leaves the nerdy girl for. Yeah, and she yeah. wants to see the, the point of view of yeah, the, the popular girl. Yeah, who gets so, left because the guy goes for the nerdy girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she, so she was, like, drop comments on, like, a they book that's like They were all Wattpad stories, though. No, but then someone 
recommended this one and i don't really know if that's what it is i just going solely based off mm. of the tiktok recommendation so yeah. i could be describing it wrong but you know what that's yeah. not my job yeah anyway. expected reads yeah so because you know what you might not even read it <laughs> exactly <laughs> what about you Shafali? so cons- considering i'm reading consider me i'm gonna probably read the second book in the series next which is play me play with me i think oh I know <laughs> that's sexual. I know, which is which is why I I don't know why she decided to name it that, but yeah. I, it's I'm pretty sure it's called Play with Me, not Play Me, but I'm pretty sure it's called Play with Me, which is it's a lot for me to take in, but it's the first book so good. So yeah, I'll probably read that. And honestly, the only other book on my TBR right now is I want to read Indigo Ridge, but I want to read the Christmas prequel first. Wow, we didn't even plan that. We didn't. But it's like, it's been in the back of my mind because... Same, it's been on there for months. Yeah, because I keep seeing people talk about it and they're like, it's so good. And the first one is like a murder mystery romance. Oh, really? And I love a good murder yeah, mystery. Yeah, you do. You love mysteries like your second favorite or your first favorite Yeah, like genre? thriller mystery is my second favorite yeah. genre. After romance, obviously. Oh, this is the last time for a while, y'all. I know, it's going to be January like... I, 20 I, something. I checked. We're going to be probably recording like January in the January 20s, somewhere around there. Yeah. And then we probably Because we start school the 19th. Yeah. And then we probably won't post the episode until like January 30th, first week of Feb, like around there. Oh my God. I already did the math. Yeah, clearly. I'm very an academic the math is weapon. <laughs> it definitely is. <laughs> but That's so sad. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> you were saying. <laughs> Wait, why isn't it playing? <laughs> Because it's not plugged in. Yeah, oh. it is. Oh, it's sorry. It is very I shut sad. it off. <laughs> I shut it off. You didn't want to give me power. I thought I we were done. <laughs> I thought we were but done. you know what? I don't want you guys to remember us like this. I want you to remember oh, us. God, <laughs> full of life. I'm gonna shut it off in a second. <laughs> don't you dare. Let me pull up the next. I song. have all the power of all the equipment on my side. <laughs> so I don't want you guys to remember us like oh, this. God. So I want us to end on a high. Ready? I'm so worried. You should play a Christmas song. What is this? <laughs> Christmas. This is it, Christmas. I want you lovelies to remember that Play a we are song. all family. <laughs> <laughs> Your wheezing laugh that's being picked up is so funny. Why isn't it playing the weird yeah. family? <laughs> it's so... Is, is he even picking up? I doubt it. But okay. <laughs> going on the social media anyway. Okay. Should we end the outro? Fine. Alright. Shivali. <laughs> I want to end on a high. Why can't we play Christmas songs? Okay, I'll play a Christmas song. What do you, Any particular requests? <laughs> the one by Kelly Clarkson. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Play Last Christmas, but the Glee version. Okay. Last Christmas is my mom's favorite Christmas song, so therefore it's become my favorite Christmas song. All right, so as Shafali requested, I'm playing a Christmas song. Hold on. We hope you guys have a happy holiday. This is <laughs> happy holidays. But yeah, Shafali. No, I'm not done yet. Okay, Just okay. wait. Come on, it's playing. We gotta, right. gotta embrace. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. But the very next day, you <laughs> gave it away. <laughs> 
you know what? Our listener, our <laughs> lovely somewhere is like somewhere listening to this and they're like, when is this gonna end? Uh, just say bye. We're done. All right. Shivali? No, I'm not. I love this song. What's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, it's, it's Pentatonics. <laughs> Mary, did you know? <laughs> I'm fully unironically That's, saying it. Mine is the Glee version of Last Christmas. Nah, I get no. it. Like, I get it. <laughs> but Shafali, pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Um. To everyone, like, please stop now. Okay. <laughs> as much as I love it. Anyways, everyone who's listened to us for the past seven episodes, we yeah. genuinely greatly appreciate it so much. We love you all very much. Yeah. Um. Don't miss us too much. We'll be back. In- we will be back very soon, and we hope that you will be listening. Yeah, because we're going to be back and better than ever. Yeah. We're going to, I don't know. It'll be good. <laughs> It'll be great. But we'll see you in 2023. Yeah. Happy holidays. I hope they're fun. I hope you have a good time. Yeah. yeah. Shivali, pleasure. Always. Yay. Woo.